everyone. This is The Crime Cafe, your podcasting source of great crime suspense and thriller writing. I'm your host, Debbie Mack. Before I bring on my guest, I'll just remind you that The Crime Cafe has two ebooks for sale, the nine book box set and the short story anthology. You can find the buy links for both on my website, debbiemack.com, under the Crime Cafe link. You can also get a free copy of either book if you become a Patreon supporter. You'll get that and much more if you support the podcast on Patreon, along with our eternal gratitude for doing so. But first, let me put in a good word for Blueberry Podcasting. I'm a Blueberry affiliate, but that's not the only reason I'm telling you this. I've been using Blueberry Podcasting as my hosting service for my podcast for years, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made. They give great customer service. You're in complete control of your own podcast. You can run it from your own website. And it just takes a lot of the work out of podcasting for me. I find for that reason that it's a company that I can get behind 100% and say, you should try this. Try Blueberry. It doesn't require a long-term contract, and it's just a great company, period. And it also has free technical support by email, video, and phone. So you can get a human being there. Isn't that nice? Hi, everyone. My guest today is an award-winning author, screenwriter, and filmmaker. Originally from Wales, which is a country I have yet to visit but would love to, um, he now lives in Los Angeles, where his short films have won festival awards, including Best Film and Best Screenplay. He's worked in feature films, documentaries, commercials, and music videos as a writer, producer, and actor. His debut novel is a gritty psychological thriller, and what better than a screenwriter to create such a book? I'm pleased to have with me today as my guest, Gareth Owen. Hi, Gareth. How are you doing today? Great, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Believe me, um, I am just the tiniest bit impressed with your uh, accomplishments: acting, filmmaking, uh, writing. What don't you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I'm definitely more comfortable behind the camera and on the creative side. But um, yeah, I found acting was just a a fun way to get on set and meet people. Um, and I think as, a, as an actor, you have a lot of downtime. So in between takes when, you know, the, the crew are setting up the lights and things like that, you have a lot of time to, to chat to different people. And I was always inquisitive finding out what everybody did and what their roles were and so forth. Yeah, you know, building a network, acting was great, but I haven't, haven't done much stuff in front of the camera for a while. It's definitely, definitely more comfortable behind. <laughs> I can relate to that, definitely. Um, yeah, and being on set is a very instructive thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so many different people doing so many different roles, and it's very fast-paced. And, yeah, a great way to learn is to just be there and see what people are doing. Try not to get in anybody's way, but at the same time, ask questions. And, yeah, it's a great learning experience. Every time I, I go on set, I thoroughly enjoy it. That's fantastic. Um what did you start off doing? Did you start off with photography or acting or writing? Writing, yeah, screenwriting. Um, I'm essentially a, a big movie buff. I you know, love stories of, of every kind, um, but a huge movie buff. 
ever since I was a little kid and we first got um, kind of cable TV, the film channel there, there's always one film channel and there's a movie on every night at eight o'clock. And I would always watch the movie every single night, no matter what it was. Um, and it was great back then because, you know, whereas now you have Netflix and all these other different different streaming services, you've got a million and one options. Um, then it was whatever movie was on. And so I watched mm-hmm. a wide variety of different things and just absolutely fell in love. And, and then I got, I got really fascinated with where these stories came from and the, and the, the structure of screenwriting and, and scripts and just sat down and just tried to do it myself and um you know <laughs> struggled a lot um just figuring out you know how everything worked and, and it was self-taught myself when i was younger and then when i was a little bit older started taking some classes and, and learning you know the real getting, getting the fundamentals down and, and so forth but yeah definitely writing to start with um, there's not a huge amount of production in Wales. Um, there's, there's stuff going on, but it's a lot harder to get involved with. So as soon as I, I came to California, I was just reaching out to people and trying to get on set wherever I could. I guess uh, yeah, so. definitely writing set out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to know people. That's one of the things that's really important in that business too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think in, um, in all businesses really, but specifically, yeah, TV and film and, um, it's networking is it's probably the, one of the more important things and I, and I imagine something that almost everyone will say they're not doing enough of um, especially since COVID as well has made it more difficult but yeah you know again I, and what I found as well is to contrary to how I thought it might be everyone in the, um, the you know the TV and film industry are just such nice people <laughs> not that I expected yes. them not to be nice but I thought <laughs> it would be more kind of closed door and you know kind of difficult to to get it, get a toe in the door. And it hasn't been, everyone is extremely nice and such a diverse, different group from different backgrounds. And everyone is very welcoming and happy to, to you know, share information. And you know, that's been a pleasant surprise. Yes, that's something I've noticed also. And I think when people, especially authors, look at the film industry, they tend to feel more intimidated than they should by it. Do you, uh, I, what would you think about that? Definitely, yeah, hundred um, percent. It is, you know, a transition, and I think the main thing is that um, you know, screen. I don't think it's a secret that screenwriters probably aren't appreciated as much as they should be. You know, without the script, there is no movie, there is no show, um, but there's just so many other elements that go into it. And I think the one thing I would advise a novelist to, that wants to break into the screenwriting world is to really get a good understanding of the other elements that go into a production, um, you know, especially finances and, and budgets, things of that nature, um, because that can really make the difference between having getting your script made and, and not. Um, yeah, you know, you have to keep a pulse on kind of what the market is looking for at the moment and what people are after um, in terms of what they want to put out and what they think that creative market needs. But um, yeah, there's a lot of other aspects, but yes, yeah, definitely an, an industry where you shouldn't feel intimidated to try and break into. It's tough. It's very, very, very difficult, but likewise, it's difficult to, you know, write a novel. So it's a fun there challenge. There you go. Exactly. I mean, it's it's all the matter of trying things. And yeah, I think that's fantastic advice. Um, at what point did you decide to write a thriller novel? Um, so originally I did write the story as a screenplay um, and what, but once I kind of finished the script I thought 
there's just so much more that I wanted to mine in, you know, after the story and the characters. And so I just started basically um, expanding on the different plot points and the different character development. And almost by accident, I kind of stepped back and I was like, oh, wow, I've got an outline for a novel, novel here. So I, you know, and so I just committed to, to start writing the novel and everything really fell into place nicely. And I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, I do have only written one novel, but I do enjoy writing a novel more than a screenplay because you can just get into so much more detail and get into the mind of the characters more. And you know, the art of screenwriting is being very, very efficient and uh, yeah, efficient with your words. And with a novel, you just have a lot more creative freedom to, to you know, get really into the the prose and and the, the mindset of the characters. And I thoroughly enjoyed writing writing the book. Um, but yeah, originally a screenplay, so I kind of reverse engineered it. Whereas usually it's a it's a novel that becomes a screenplay. This is a screenplay that became a novel, which is something that people should think about. <laughs> yeah, definitely, absolutely, yeah. Um, let's see. Tell us about the novel. What is it about? What's the name? And what is it? About? Yeah, so the so the novel is called Fragile Creatures, and it is told from multiple points of view. Um, I'm a big lover of the you know the Guy Ritchie movies, the Snatch and Lockstock, and a few, a few few of the other type of movies where the plots inter, interweave. But the main premise is about um, a hospice nurse named Scarlett, and she, through one of her patients, she gets thrown into the world of, of kind of organized crime in the underbelly of Los Angeles. And that was the real inspiration for writing the book was I wanted to see how this sort of everyday woman, you know, caring medical professional with a, you know, a quote unquote normal life, um, how she handles being thrown into these situations where she's being, having to deal with these, you know, criminals and murderers. And um, it was a fascinating kind of journey to go down and, you know, this character's dealing with everyday stuff of cold feet about getting married, she's unsettled in a job, things that we can all kind of relate to in one way or another. And by the end of the book, she's dealing with things exponentially more, you know, chaotic and severe and, um, you know, just seeing the, the transformation. That's what I really drove me to, to write the story. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, do you tend to think of yourself more as a screenwriter or a novelist now? So I like, like to think of both. I kind of, um, my, my kind of handle is like writer and filmmaker. I think that covers a big, big area. I do have two other novels outlined that I want to, I could start writing today, but I am focused more on screenwriting just because of the point that I'm, I'm at in my life. You know, I'm in LA, I'm re relatively young. <laughs> I can't quite say young anymore, but, um, and I'm, putting a lot of effort and energy into screenwriting because now is the time for me to do that. Um, you know, I'm in LA, I'm, I'm, I have my, I'm in different writers rooms and things like that. So it, it definitely, the time of my life lends itself more to screenwriting. And I think I can always, and I always will write novels going forward. Um, but yeah, it's, as I say, I do, I do prefer the novel writing process, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm hungry, I'm hungry to, to, keep making content in the screenwriting world so excellent wonderful are your uh, films also crime oriented or do you work in different genres the the, the shows and, and movies that i write personally are yeah they're all kind of thrillers um some lean more to the, the crime element some lean more to the drama element 
Um, but I work on a lot of other things. You know, I've worked on comedies and and um, you know more, more more just pure pure dramas. Um, I like to work with specific groups of, of people that I've made really strong connections with. I have write, writing partners, producing partners, things like that. And and if they have an idea, I'll jump on board and try and help them any way I can. Um, but if I sit down at the laptop and, and start writing something, it's usually always a thriller that comes to mind. And I, um, I definitely focus on, on that when trying to produce my own stuff. Mm-hmm. I've noticed at least I think that um, authors tend to get kind of pigeonholed into uh, categories or genres, like somebody might be considered a thriller writer or a suspense writer or a mystery writer, whereas screenwriters tend to be a little more um, less categorized, it seems to me. I mean, I know that there are people who tend to write comedy, but I think they're also equally capable of writing drama or noir uh what are your thoughts on that yeah absolutely um especially if you're a novelist and you're writing a you know you're known for a series a specific specific series you're, you're putting out and um, it's kind of harder then to bring out a individual novel of a completely different type and genre but yeah in, in screenwriting it's almost um celebrated in certain ways i know in writers rooms for shows for example if, even if, if you're just writing a, a comedy show within that room of you know eight ten twelve people it's that you want a diverse group of, of writers in terms of you know you, there may be a someone who specializes in horror in there and it might sound silly even though it's a comedy show but you don't just want comedy writers you want dramatic writers and maybe a thriller writer and all these different areas um to really round out the, the show um, and give it that, you know, yeah, well thought out kind of feel. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, it's definitely not limited. I think it all depends on just your final output. If you can put it put out a great script, then it really doesn't matter, you know, if you've been specialized in a certain genre leading up to that. I think that's one of the things that really distinguishes uh, that industry in terms of the writing. It's so collaborative. The writing yeah. itself is collaborative and the process of making the product that comes from the writing is also collaborative. Oh, absolutely. If you bring people in earlier on in the process, then it makes life easier down the road. Um, if I'm looking to produce something and I have producers or a director that I'm working with, I'll, I'll want them to read the earliest drafts of the script and give an idea of you know, producibility um, and ways that might be able to increase the chances of being able to raise money to make the movie. And it's, it's definitely more of a business way of looking at things. And I think you know, collaboration within a team is one of the fundamental ways to make any business work really. Um, yes, and you do yes. have to put on your business hat. Yeah, that is the difference. So um, true. <laughs> Somebody once yeah. told me, it's like every line you write, you think extra costs. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to add extra costs. <laughs> yeah, especially if that line is just, you know, a couple a of people talking in a yeah in a different country that you know we don't actually have to you know do we really want to fly there to you know, <laughs> shoot this one little scene? Yeah, so true. Um, let's see, what do you like to read, and do you have any authors or screenwriters that you find particularly inspiring? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, funny enough, I don't read that much because I am always on the go, but I am a absolute lover of audiobooks. I burn through you know, two or three audiobooks a month minimum. Um, so technically I'm reading hundreds of books, you know, but not sitting down. I wish I had the time to sit down and really read them, but audiobooks are fantastic. I've got a, a big German shepherd that I walk, you know, many times a day and I'll be out with my headphones. But my favorite author, Dennis Lehane, it was a big Im impact on my life. Um, when I first started reading his novels, I realized, oh, wow, I can almost write a novel that is, you know, in the same vein as a screenplay. And I didn't know that was a thing. You know, R Richard Price was one of his favorite authors, um, one of Dennis Lehane's favorite authors. And I've gone through his books and similar feeling there. Um, probably my favorite novel of all time is, is Galveston by Nick Pizzolatto. It's his one and only novel. He he famously went on to, to write and create the um, the show, which I'm completely spacing on the name of. And I, can't, I can't believe it. It wouldn't be True the, Detectives, true, would it? True Detectives, yeah. I can't believe oh, it's one of my favorite shows I can't ever. believe I remembered that. <laughs> yeah, so True, true Detective. And yeah, his, I wish he wrote more novels because Galveston for me is fantastic. I love um, True Detective. <laughs> yeah, it, it's great. It's in a sim similar type of vein. Um, in, in the style of it. Um, but then in terms of screenwriters, there's so many. I, I, I really, I really, I've learned a lot from Alex Garland, who's a writer of Ex Machina. Um, he has an extremely efficient way of writing. And I, I, you know, as I said, it's, that is the key to writing a great screenplay is, is a compelling story that pulls the reader in, but is also extremely word efficient. If you can tell, if you can get your point across in, 10 words but you're using 20 sometimes that that will slow the script down and that's not that's you know really not what you want um, and he's the he's the master of that I think so yeah many different people I take uh, take um, inspiration from reading screenplays is probably the best way to learn any screenwriter out there you know anyone that wants to get into screenwriting best thing you can do there's lots of websites out there go on and download some scripts and just read them and you'll learn a ton way more than than any class taught me in all honesty absolutely i agree with you completely um i have to ask this question because you're from wales have you yeah. ever been to port myron or is port it port myron <laughs> um i don't know I, I it sounds familiar but um i, I honestly you can't think off the top of my head well, the reason I ask is I'm a huge Prisoner fan, a fan of The Prisoner, the old show, The Prisoner, that took place in right. Port Marion or Port Myron. And I saw this documentary about Patrick McGowan, who made the show, and he, somebody who was talking about it made it sound outright creepy, like, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. They went there and they said, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's some really, really, you know, old structures and buildings. Um, I think that the local church just down the road from from my house, I think, is something like 1800 years old. Um, you know, there's yeah, there's so much history. You go in there. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. It's very spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the UK um, many years ago and was just struck by the um, the history there. Um, it, yeah, it's just I'm a, a, when I when I'm anytime I go to Europe, I'm struck by how old things are. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I'm a huge history buff. I love, you know, all things. Um, it's just what's fascinating to me is the records that they've kept 
um, you know, just with the old monarchs and the some of the you know, kings and queens and the wars and all you know, all these different moments in history that the detailed records that have been kept are fascinating. And you can, I love getting, kind of, you know, sinking into those and letting your imagination kind of take you to that era, era and time period. It's very cool. Fun. Um, what advice would you give to anyone who would like to write for a living? Um, it's totally, so do you mean in terms of novels or screenwriting? Because I think it's kind of very different. Either. I think, I, I, yeah, I kind of give both, quick on both. I think novel writing, um, the, the key is to really figure out if you're looking to do, you know, self-publish uh, or go through a traditional publishing house. It, it's very difficult to go to do either, really. But if you are looking to self-publish, I think it's a case of building your brand and really researching what that involves because it is a full-time job and um, you really need to be able to, you, you not only do you be, need to be a good writer, but you need to be a good marketer, brand ambassador and, and all those other things that go into it. So that's something to really research. And if you would like to go down to the traditional publishing route, there's a whole other set of, of criteria you need to, to familiarize yourself with um, so definitely don't just think of it as being a writer. There's many other aspects to it. Uh, and I would say with, with screenwriting, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, and people always say it, and, you know, people always ask, is it real? You do have to be in one of the filmmaking cities, and that doesn't have to be in, L in LA. Um, actually, less and less stuff are actually getting produced in LA than people move into different states to produce for tax incentives and other reasons. Um, but you know, Atlanta is another big one. Um, it's, you just do need to be in that hub, and that's because of the reason we discussed earlier. And that's networking and meeting people, and and um, you know, being a face in a room that you can look at people and pitch your idea and, and stuff. So that's one big element. And yeah, and learning the business side of things. You know, if you're just a just a writer, you're one of many hundreds and thousands of, of writers with with a good script and there are a lot of good writers out there with a good script but if you can learn the business element of it and understand how the money works and, and who you need to have on your side to get a project made you're you're just head and shoulders above most of the other people out there who are just sat behind a keyboard writing um, yes you know. yes it's all true that's absolutely true is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? Um, no, these are fantastic questions. It's been, you know, a pleasure being on on the podcast. I, I really appreciate you having me on. And yeah, if anyone would like to, to check out my book, Fragile Creatures, it's on Amazon. Um, you know, appreciate appreciate anybody who does does like it. And you know, leave a review on there. That's kind of how we get a bit of recognition. But yeah, no, just appreciate you having me on. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I could talk to you probably for an hour since you're a movie buff, but uh, we, won't, <laughs> we won't do that, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but it, thank you so much again. And um, to everyone who's listening, please remember to leave a review for the podcast wherever you listen to them. We are also Patreon supported and have more to offer to patrons. Check out our Patreon page and see what you think. Thanks for listening. And our next episode in two weeks will feature author Sherry Knowlton. Until then, take care and happy reading.